Hi, welcome to the program. You are on the couch with Dr. Carmen. I am a licensed psychologist in the state of Florida and also a health coach. Happy Bariatrics Week. Okay, for those of you who don't know what that is or what that's about, it is about um, eating and controlling your eating. And for some people, it's about getting some bariatric surgery to help with eating, metabolism, and getting to a healthier body weight. So what I thought I would do this week, which is a little bit of a departure from what we've done previously, is start you off. uh, I'm reading a new book for education and to help my clients better um, on breaking free from emotional eating. It is by Janine Roth, G-E-N-E-E-N, Roth, R-O-T-H. And um, I'm considering starting a book club, um, which will meet for one month around this book. And then the next month, we'll do something else related to um, eating better, eating healthier, etc. So if you guys would like to participate in that, I need you to drop me some messages in my inbox, answer the survey on Spotify, on podcast or um, drop me some messages on social media. This will be through my Facebook page and or um, a separate private group, which could be a Zoom group. You let me know what works best for you. So we'll start with chapter one and some of the highlights that I got from chapter one. Chapter one is titled, Being Hungry is Like Being in Love. If you don't know what, don't know, you're probably not. So I thought, yes, a great way to start, because if you don't know that you're hungry, you're probably not. Um, In some of my talks with bariatric groups and whatnot, we have talked about how to know when you're hungry or when you're eating something else, some other feelings instead of a physiological hunger that you're satisfying. So in this one, she talks about... um, a client of hers in some of her workshops, this client was angry because Janine told her to eat when she was hungry. And after years of dieting, um, she had learned not to trust herself, not to trust her body's messages about hunger. Again, we're talking about physiological hunger versus hunger for boredom versus hunger for, you know, stuffing, bad feelings, or I'd like to think of feelings as neutral, but for the purposes of this talk, um, feeding anger, feeding insecurity, feeding anxiety, feeding depression. If you're an emotional eater, raise your hand out there or give me a shout out on social media, then you know what I'm talking about when you're eating because you're trying to feed something else or to solve something other than actual physiological hunger. So this lady had been um, dieting, and um, that's another bad word, but she had been dieting for about 15 years and forgotten that eating had anything to do with being hungry. Now, y'all, that resonated, and I'm going to give you a little bit of my background. I have been on various diets. I have even been on um, Dr. Monitor diets. Atkins type diets, not monitored with, you know, traumatic results, you know, head injury. Um, Jenny Craig, um, 
I didn't do Nutrisystem, but I think I did something similar to it. I tried to do some South Beach type diet. I've been keto um, the first time, doctor monitored 2007 to 2008-ish. Yeah, I want to say. Lost about 84 pounds, battled with them about what is a normal BMI for me, body mass index for me as a person of color with a fat distribution that is different than a lot of other ethnicities. Um, so they wanted me to be 154. I argued for 169 and that was my somewhat happy place. I realize now looking back, I, I need to be like 170, 175. That's more sustainable for me, but that's another story. So I've gained and lost 84 pounds twice. This last keto life, I lost 50 pounds. Um, I've been battling my weight since middle school. Um, been doing fitness since middle school, at least. Um, when aerobics became popular, when we started having aerobics in the gym, uh, modeled after mom who was in different things and doing weightlifting, bodybuilding, as well as, I mean, at that time, it was the first protein diet. But anyway, so I could see how Janine's client could forget what your body signals are sending. I could see how her client had difficulty remembering what actual physical hunger is like. Um, research shows that if you are morbidly obese, you know, 200 plus pounds, and you have been that way for several years and months, you're less likely to know what one, the full feeling is, and two, recognize hunger signals. So getting back to the book in the first chapter and some of these nuggets, um, Janine says between our eating and our hunger, um, the connection between our eating and hunger has grown more tenuous, so tenuous that most natural way to eat when you're hungry, sounds like just another fad diet. Remember, I said I had tried Atkins and South Beach, and now I'm keto for the most part, dirty keto. So it's not about the fad diets or what's new and popping now. This client was upset because, you know, one day somebody told her to eat only mayonnaise, and another day somebody told her don't eat carbs, and then another day it was raw foods. Um, you know, I substituted the raw foods, but these are some of the trends that have been going down, um, gluten-free, um, although I know several people who actually have gluten sensitivities, um, have, you know, a family history of celiac disease and different things that benefit from those kinds of dietary restrictions, um, because they can have horrible consequences if they do not. But the point is that all of these bad diets came with different rules that people had to learn and they forgot to listen to their body. Um, I try to stay more low carb because I've learned that that's where my body is happiest. Um, that's when I have the best uh, size for my body. That's when I have less pain, less uh, indigestion, less you know reflux, all of those things um, that might be triggered by some foods, inflammatory issues. Um, I'm not a medical doctor, so I can't advise you about medical situations, but 
you know, I learned in tracking my food, what works for me, what I can do, what I can't do, um, what is likely to cause me to eat in a way that will be unhealthy and un and just not good for me. So that is what we try to get to. And that is what um, Janine talks about in being hungry, trying to listen to your body and pay attention to the physiological signs of hunger and stopping eating when you have met that physiological needs. She says, most of the time we eat in response to our minds. Most of the time we feed our bodies without consulting our bodies. Most of the time when we eat, it has little to do with what we are eating for physical nourishment, for satisfaction, for a healthy body. So she says, eating um, when you're hungry implies trusting the wisdom of our bodies. Ultimately, it necessitates believing that your bodies know their appropriate weight better than we do. It's a lot. And that's just the first couple of pages of the chapter, y'all. That is a lot all in there. And she's dropping different nuggets and the reason why I went ahead and picked this up, because some of the chapters that she has align greatly with what I try to teach my patients who are trying to make lifestyle changes so they can be healthier, so they can get bariatric surgery and not revert back to old habits once they have had the surgery and lost the weight. So some of the chapters are deciding what you want to eat, having your cake and eating it too, distracted eating, knowing when to stop eating, binging, family eating, social eating, and about exercise and the scale. So again, all of those are in alignment and there are 17 chapters um, in alignment with what I teach my clients, um, especially since some of the things you eat can make some of your conditions more difficult to navigate. When we want to think about food as health, um, the kinds of food you put in your body to help you um, not have as much pain, the kinds of food you put into your body to uh, promote growth and healing, those kinds of foods and looking at what works for you. Everybody is a unique person and what works for some may not work for others. Again, we want to do something that is sustainable, um, that you can do wash, rinse, repeat over and over and over again. And so we're thinking more about lifestyle, not a diet where you're going to do it for a short period of time, have, you know, only 900 calories a day. And, you know, either you exercise, well, you can't really exercise. That's the truth on 900 calories a day. Um, or you're going to be exercising excessively like the people on The Biggest Loser did, and then your body's going to get used to it and adjust its thermostat, and it's going to be harder for you to keep that up later. And then the moment that you're not exercising two hours a day, you're going to be picking up weight. So that's what we're talking about. That's the focus of this month that we're going to be doing. If you guys are interested in doing this um, focus group uh, on Janine Roth's book, Breaking Free from Emotional Eating. Again, hit me up on all the socials. Drop me a message on Instagram at Dr. Carmen. Drop me a message on TikTok at Dr. Carmen. 
or drop me a message on Facebook. Um, and that's Carmen.Sears on Facebook and let me know. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, drop me a message in YouTube as well. Um, answer the survey and I will get back to you at your best contact numbers and or emails to get you registered for the group. This will be a free group at this time for this book club with the requirement that you purchase the book. So again, happy bariatric week. Let's start to think about food, not as the enemy and our bodies, not as the enemy. We just want to promote healthy lifestyles, healthy food intake, healthy um, nutritional intake, healthy movement, um, because it all works together. So have a great week and I will see you next time.